0: Bye. listening to The Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18-25, to grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation.
1: So what I want all of you to know out there is Uh that Adam just like pushed record about like a minute ago, and we just like stared each other at each other in silence. Still new. It's still
0: new. For like
1: 10 to 15 seconds, because I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to say. How do I want to open it? So this is obviously still very new to us. And-
0: well, and if you can't tell, we just want for the conversation to be natural. And so we do our best to be natural, but sometimes we hit record and just stare at each other. So. Yeah.
1: Um, but really what I want you to know is that I'm just sitting here right now, and my legs hurt so bad. I was sick for a couple of weeks. I didn't go to the gym, and I went yesterday, and I can't really walk straight. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you?
0: <laughs> she just asked me to go upstairs for her just to get something that she could easily go up there and get herself. But poor thing. I
1: know it's just so, it's going to take a couple more days to not be like in pain.
0: It's okay. Uh, we think about our our friends that we know that go to App State where they're walking to class up a mountain, basically and they're exhausted every day, so yeah, it's fine. Uh, Well, we want to have a conversation today about something that I think is very, um, very relevant to all of us, because we have all of this in our life all the time, but it's people around us that we have an influence on and we could really talk about the word influence like what does that word mean what does it not mean uh who has influence some of you are like uh i don't have influence i think i said on a recent podcast that when i post on social media i get like 40 likes so you look at that and you go okay i have no influence uh but let's do a spoiler alert influence is outside of the world of social media. There's actually a way for you to have influence and it not be on a social media post.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I will say too, I think the word influence, influence, influencer, right? Did I say that right? Yes. Influencer. I think that like when we say influence, like that's kind of where everybody's head goes to it right now is like, oh, are you an influencer? And so it is like, such a social media thing, and it's like having to kind of retrain our brains as to what does influence even mean because we all have influence. Um, It just looks different for everybody. You might have a large following. You might have a very small following, but you have influence over somebody. And um, what would you say to you? Like, how would you define influence?
0: Um, The ability to have impact on people by the way you act, speak, live your life. Yeah. Um, But that, uh, that ability... To And that's what everyone can have. Everyone can have, whether you are introvert, extrovert, whatever it may be, everyone has the ability, it's a God-given ability really, to have uh, some kind of effect on people around you. Right. And unless you're living, you know, in a hole in the ground around no one. Then we all have that opportunity every day.
1: Yeah. So today we really want to dig into what does your circle of influence look like, and we want you to kind of take a minute and think about that in your own life. So I know for myself, um, my circle of influence has changed over the seasons. It's something that's very flexible. That I kind of would put people in that category and out of that category depending on where I live or where I'm working or where I'm, you know, where I went to school. So I think for me, I guess specifically in my season right now, I look, um, like I think I have influence over different college students and you know, we lead a girl's Bible study every week. And so I have influence over the girls that show up and engage on that platform. Um, I have influence over my kids, of course, uh, my family, uh, my neighbors, uh, people that I might encounter, um, in the, in the preschool parking lot, you know, different things like that. But, um, I think it's important that when we talk about our circle of influence that we really can focus in on, you know, maybe five to seven people in our life that we encounter on a regular basis. And so um, I yeah. think...
0: Wouldn't you say this? the curse of social media has told us that in order to have influence, it has to be a large amount? Like yeah, It has absolutely. to be a lot of people. And I think that's a dangerous thing to fall into is to think in order for me to have influence, I have to have at least X amount of people looking at what I'm doing or hearing what I'm saying. And, I mean, sure, Jesus spoke to the crowds, and he he preached to the multitudes and all these things, but, you know, he he had the 5,000 in front of him, and he took that moment to feed them. So I I think that he also showed us where he spent tons of time with just 12 and just 3, which we we talk about that a lot, but I think it's a great example to show that Influence is not dictated by a mass; like it's not dictated by a large number of people.
1: Right. And so, what would you say for you right now? Like, what does your circle of influence look like?
0: Uh, I don't have any. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you know sometimes your your career moves or like what you call your job has natural influence. And so, being a student pastor for the last few years, my natural influence was to students and to young people, uh, and then from there it kind of trickles to those students' parents and then, you know, other people that kind of see what we're doing, uh, but with this, with what with what we're doing now, um, me being able to you know lead a Zoom Bible study for guys every week, uh, some a lot of those guys I talk to individually throughout the week, um, praying for each other and just kind of you know shooting the breeze, having fun, getting to know each other. Uh, but then I think from there I network a lot with people and try to meet people, and so through that it's other college pastors, campus ministers, uh, church pastors, and so there's a lot of ways that. And I think here's the trap too: is that you go, okay, those people are around me. I have I have these people that I could influence, but and then you go, I don't I don't know what to say or how in the world should I influence them or what am I doing? And what you really should do is go, how am I already influencing them? Because it may not be exactly the way that you want, but I think if you have people around you and you are spending time with them in a in a you know some kind of consistent way you are influencing them somehow. yeah, And that may be negative, positive, who knows.
1: And I think we need to talk about too, there's different stages of relationships that you're going to have with those people that are around you. Um, Most of them might begin as just strangers to you. You might just feel like, oh, this person just keeps coming to mind or I keep seeing this person sitting alone in class and I want to talk to them. And so maybe you're like, okay, God, like I think you're, You're kind of like putting them on my heart, like maybe they should be in my circle of influence. So they're a stranger, right? But then all it takes is taking one or two steps to make them an acquaintance now, you know, where you can engage with them and say, hey, I know we've got I saw you at the coffee shop and we've got this class together. And so do you want to like go grab dinner sometime or maybe we can study together in the library for this text? test next week. And so next thing you know, they're not just a stranger anymore, but they're an acquaintance. And then over time, as you gradually build that relationship, it turns into a relationship where you actually have influence because there's been a foundation laid and there's trust there. And so um, I think you'll find people in your circle of influence in all different stages. You might have some strangers in there that you're just praying about like, okay, God, how can you help me um, intersect with this person in a way that is going to make Uh, give you glory, you know, and then you might have acquaintances and then you're going to have other people there that are really great relationships. Maybe they're some of your best friends or your family members that you uh, have influence in because they love you and they know you and they care about you. Um, And you're just, the ultimate goal here is to point people to Jesus. And so um, that's what we mean when we have influence. It's like, okay, how can I pour into somebody else's life in a way that points them back to Jesus?
0: Yeah. I, I think there's a, you know, a term low hanging fruit and a lot of times it's it's used for, um, sometimes it can be used for sales or in different things, businesses and stuff. But uh, when you look at it in the the relational aspect, uh, if if you call yourself a follower of Jesus and you're like, yes, I want to have good, you know, godly impact and influence on those around me, and I, I you know I want to have influence for those for you know for God's glory, then you go, okay, who right now. Practically speaking, who are those around you right now? Low hanging fruit that you could um, that you could you know have intentional conversations, and you'll notice we say the word intentional all the time. Uh, but who are those right now that you could have intentional conversations where you begin talking more seriously about your walk with Jesus? And I I've I got a couple of guys right now where we're having those conversations of Hey, I got I got a buddy, you know that we live together and he claims or says he follows Jesus but i'm having a hard time like getting to that next level of like talking seriously about you know Jesus and what that looks like and it's just it's finding ways to have conversations to grow in that relationship and then go you know what you were saying a second ago is there are stra- you know you go to the grocery store or whatever i had a lady chew me out in the grocery store Yesterday, because I wasn't wearing a mask, um, and so it's like, how how do you, can you have in the twenty to thirty, you know, seconds to a minute that you're around people like that? How can we always be looking for ways to not just be intentional with the low hanging fruit in our life, but also have positive influence and godly influence to those that we are in contact with for thirty to forty seconds? And you know, I, I just think of of Jesus passing through. Uh, the crowd, the multitude, and there's a, a woman who has been bleeding for years and years, and she just reaches out and touches his garment, and then boom, there's a moment there where she's healed, and then it's like it seems like that moment lasted for a minute, and then it's gone. But this woman's life was completely changed, and obviously, we want this, you know, crazy amount of influence that Jesus, you know, just lived out. But I think if we are constantly taking Jesus into our every day-to-day, we will find that we are able to have that influence on other people just kind of a little more naturally than if not, you
1: know. Yeah, and I think it's important too to talk about, and we see Jesus doing this all the time too in the scriptures of um, maybe a whole group of people that you have influence over because you have that relationship there. None of them are following Jesus. Well, it's going to require you to kind of go into their turf sometimes. You know, you can't always expect those people to come, hey, come to my Bible study, come get in the car and go to church with me. Like, come over to my house and have dinner. Like, yes, those are all good things to do, but I think you're gonna have to be bold and confident enough to step into their situations and their scenarios sometimes just to say, hey, like, I see you and I love you where you're at, but I'm gonna stand out as um, different in this kind of scenario, and Jesus is gonna shine through that as well.
0: Yes, it's, you know, college life presents lots of opportunities for you to be a good influence on those around you, but it also offers you lots of opportunities to go along with the bad influences around you. And so you have decisions to make, and and, and we're not claiming that they're easy. I mean, we didn't make—I'm not saying I made great decisions in college, you know, the entire time that I was in college, um, but you have those opportunities around you. And so As a challenge for you this week or as you're listening to this, wherever you are, um, put yourself, you know, draw a piece of paper. We have this visual that we have, but it's a a sheet of paper where you're in the middle and all around you, it could be however many, but you write in your circle of influence. so The people around you that you have, you come in contact with on a daily basis, uh, people that you sit next to in class or it's your roommate or it's... The person that always makes your coffee when you go get it on campus or at Starbucks or whatever it may be, uh, so you have your people around you. So, so write that out, and maybe it's like something you do in your journal, something private where no one can see. That's fine, uh, but write that out and write names in there, and write you know maybe groupings of people. But what the challenge is is for you to throughout the week and then ongoing be specifically praying for ways that you can be an influence and impact those people's lives. I think when we pray specifically for the people that we feel like God's put on our heart, God will begin to provide you with opportunities to, to speak with them. And and the Holy Spirit will give you the words to say to them when you're like, I don't know what to say. Just, man, you've been spending time praying for them. So uh, God will not abandon those prayers that you have for those people. Uh, he will come and he will help guide you through Reaching and influencing those people in a godly way,
1: and maybe you're listening to this right now and thinking, "Man, I love Jesus, but to be honest, I have not been having like a good influence on my friends. My friends know I follow Jesus, but honestly, I'm not really living that out in some scenarios of my life where people might not like look at me as somebody that has different standards or, or you know, loves Jesus. And that's okay because all it takes is you know, waking up today and waking up tomorrow and putting your feet on the ground and saying, Lord, I surrender today to you. Help me to walk in your ways and walk in your truths. Help me to be bold in my faith. Help me to have confidence. Help me to make these decisions. Give me clarity on things that I should go to, things that I shouldn't go to. Um, or just have that conversation with a friend that is vulnerable and that just says, Hey, look, I want you to know that, um, I love Jesus. And I honestly haven't really been acting like that recently, but I have really been, um, working on my heart in that way and want to grow in that because I think it's very common for us to slip in and out of those kinds of seasons where maybe we're doing a really good job representing him but then sometimes we we know and we might even feel guilty for not representing him well and you're not alone in that and so it's okay to just um, try again today, try again tomorrow.
0: Look, saying you're sorry or saying that you know you messed up but I'm going to do better, that speaks way louder than the hypocritical lifestyle of, no, I, I am this, and you don't follow that. So there's, there is no—it's a lie from the enemy for him to say that you've ruined your influence and you can't get it back. That's not true. That's not true at all. Right. Like, mercy new every morning, so go ahead and, and let's, let's throw that out the window. The truth is, you can have great godly influence on those around you. Spend time this week praying for it, praying for those people— and then work towards spending intentional conversations and building intentional relationships with those that are in your circle of influence. And I believe, we believe, and this is what we care so much about, is that you will find yourselves making disciples in small ways, taking small steps. It'll be a beautiful thing. But thanks for joining us today. Hey, if you like this, check it out, subscribe, share it with your friends. We'd love uh, to hear some of your feedback and we look forward to um, talking with you guys next time.